Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. You are now listening to Your Life, the Mixtape. On this episode of Mixtape, I am joined by a film, TV, and theater actor, a drag queen, and my favorite contestant from my favorite international iteration of RuPaul's Drag Race. Please welcome the absolutely incomparable Ella of a day. Hello. Oh my goodness, what an amazing intro. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for thank you for being here. I'm I'm super excited that you're here. So you watched Drag Race UK? I did. I did. I I got Wild WoW Presents Plus specifically because I oh, wanted awesome. to watch Drag Race UK. I I've just got it myself recently because I realized that I actually don't keep up with any Drag Race anymore unless <laughs> it's on the BBC. So that's really bad. Because as soon as they took it off Netflix, to be honest with you, it makes it harder. Then you have to get another subscription to watch stuff. So I've been particularly bad. But I think once you've been there and done it, got the T-shirt, it is almost it makes it harder to go back and watch it in a way. I get that. I can I can I can see that a little little PTSD. Yeah, just a little bit. So diving right into this monster, tell me, uh, what's what's the last song that you listened to? The last song I actually literally listened to this morning at the gym, because I, I knew I was going to do this. I was keeping track of what the last song I was, and it was actually um, Dancing Queen by ABBA. <laughs> Excellent. Because <laughs> I drive my boyfriend mad, because I... A, I don't pay for um, Spotify. <laughs> that drives <laughs> that drives him mad for a start because the adverts come on every like five songs, and I always put on the same mix, which is like one that's always there. It's called Gay Anthems, and I'm I think um, Dancing Queen came on that. So while I'm in the gym, you know, working out and stuff, I have the gayest songs going through my ears, and I love it because everyone maybe wouldn't uh, expect that. That's that's completely fair because when I'm at the gym, I do the same thing. I, I consciously try to find the gayest playlist possible. That way, I can be like, these people have no idea. <laughs> exactly, I love it because uh, the music normally in the gym is like proper. I don't even know what genre it is. Like you know, like garagey, like get get yourself pumping and all that stuff. And I don't really like that. So. Uh, so yeah, I get my headphones on and just listen to some Campo tunes. <laughs> Who is an artist that you feel like everybody should be listening to? Cat Burns is is an artist that everybody should be listening to right now. Their voice is just so distinctive and the song Go is just so catchy. And I saw them live at an awards um, show I was at and they're just so good live as well. Yeah, so if you don't know about Cat Burns, get into it. Taking notes, I'm going to write that down. I'm not familiar with her. Yeah, honestly, so good. And I think I think they're going to be massive. 
and I think they're already massive. Worked with Sam Smith um, on this song Go, I, I believe, or at least did a collab of it. And it's just such a great tune. What is the song that always makes you smile? So I feel like this song would fit into so many of these categories. Um, it's by a band called The Cause. You must know The Cause, right? And yes. it's, the song is Breathless. <laughs> I just love this song and I don't even know why. I think it's because the chorus is like, go on, go on, leave me breathless. It's just like there was a Christmas, a couple of Christmases ago. And I just sometimes going home can be a bit much, you know, um, especially after all the lockdowns and stuff. And as soon as you put breathless on for me, it just gets me in the mood. And I don't know what it is about it. I don't know whether it's because it's a bit Irishy and a bit jiggy. Um, but yeah, that's one of those songs that always makes me sort of smile. I love that song. So well oh, done to that. Too. Yeah, no, it's just such a classic. You cannot beat it. If your life were a television show, what would be the theme song? God, I mean, this is a tricky one. Um, I'd probably say like Britney Spears. Uh, I don't know what it's called. You better work, bitch. If, is it called work? I don't know. Actually, I think it is just called work. <laughs> there we go. Work, because yeah, all through my life, because I moved um, I moved from home to London when I was 16. So since then, I've basically been working my ass off. So I think that song would would fit quite nicely. I don't know the words to it. I know it's all about, do you want a Maserati or something like this? But... <laughs> And I don't have one of them, if that's even a thing. Uh, <laughs> don't ask me about what cars are. But um, I think work. You better work, bitch. I think like Maserati and you better work, bitch. I think that's the whole song. <laughs> I, th- I think so. Um, I, I can't tell you. I'm really bad at lyrics. This is the funny thing about me. Bearing in mind, I've worked as an actor, musical theatre, and I sing live. I'm really, really terrible at lyrics. It's almost like I listen to songs and I sometimes don't even hear the words. I just hear the chorus and I hear like da 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 da. So that's why I'm pretty, pretty <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> what is your favorite song from the 80s? Uh, my favorite 80s song. I recently went to see Tina, the musical in the West End. And I think What's Love Got to Do With It by Tina Turner is such an incredible song, you know, and Tina's voice is so distinctive, isn't it? And like her whole life story as well is incredible. So, yeah, when when you put all of that together, I think What's Love Got to Do is, is such a great song. That is an excellent answer. I love that. Yeah. I mean, all of, I think there's, there's a theme to all of my answers. They're pretty camp <laughs> and they're pretty much divas. Like when I sing live, I, I don't actually do any Tina Turner, but all of the artists I love are kind of nineties, early two thousands, like pop divas obsessed. Love it. So speaking, speaking of the nineties, uh, mm. what is your favorite song from the nineties? It's got to be Madonna Vogue right that is that is iconic and people use the word iconic far too much but vogue by madonna is iconic what an icon she is and how many how many 
how many years has she been around now? Jesus, let's not even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The uh the album that Vogue is on was the like mini LP she put out for the the Dick Tracy film. And to oh. to overuse that word, that whole album is is pretty iconic. Oh, li- literally. And you know, she's still she's still pretty iconic now, isn't she? Like yeah. she's she used to change up her, you know, fashion and now she just changes her complete face. And <laughs> <laughs> you know. So what is the song that best summarizes what love is? Oh, so this one I, I found quite tricky because, you know, there's so, like, the, the whole of music is based on love, isn't it? Most songs are about love, and there's just so many blooming songs about different types of love. Um, So I kind of whittled it down to to <laughs> i don't know if this is necessary i can't remember the lyrics of it but beyonce crazy in love is pretty cool um excellent answer and the music video as well was was pretty epic you know yeah uh so let's go with that one crazy in love because you know love is crazy and when you are in love you are a bit crazy so i think it it kind of makes sense so on the flip side of that what is the best breakup song um i've only i've only had one breakup in my whole life so i'm not really sure but i do remember and this was like 11 years ago that all i listened to at that time was adele and amy winehouse now i can't remember exactly which songs they would be maybe it was an amy winehouse song um love is a losing game is that the name of it yes uh Maybe that song. I can't remember the the lyrics to it, but um, I just remember when I was feeling sad, it it seemed like I had the early albums of Adele on and Amy Winehouse just going over and over again. So we'll go with that. Amy Winehouse is good for a breakup anthem. Oh, yeah. I mean, what a ledge. What is the best song from the year that you were born? Okay, I had to I had to Google this one because... Obviously, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> um, Faith by George Michael was released that year. Nice. And you know what a what a great what a great song, epic song. That is a fantastic song. All all of his all of his music from from like that era is is absolutely fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you are. You're the second guest that I've had on this series of the show um, since we added this question that was not born in the 90s. So I I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I'm 88. So just before the 90s. So it meant that I could appreciate the 90s more. Whereas I feel like, you know, people that love the 90s, but actually weren't even, weren't even like, really <laughs> weren't really present for it i'm like how do you even remember who spice girls are when you were literally one years old there we go <laughs> what is the greatest song from a film soundtrack um right tricky one this and i don't know if this even counts but the theme tune to jurassic park and it has no words in it can that does that count that's a song isn't it that is the correct answer <laughs> 
<laughs> like you only have to hear two seconds of that song to know what it is and it you know it it it's been going for years Jurassic Park in its different forms and I just think it's such an epic song okay it feels wrong calling it a song am I right to call it a song or yeah. should I be calling it something else yeah we'll, we'll go with it yeah maybe we could just write some lyrics to it or something <laughs> you know <laughs> We're going to, you and I are going to sit down and collaborate and write Jurassic Park, the musical. That's, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. That would be pretty cool. And you could just have actors. It could just be lip synced really. Yeah. <laughs> the dinosaurs don't need to be live. I mean, they're not alive, are they? Um, but yeah, we'll go with that. Start to finish. What film has the greatest soundtrack? Right. So I was, I was trying to think, I, I can't remember all of the songs in the Devil Wears Prada. But I just remember there are so many good songs, like, you know, when she's in the street and she's changing clothes and stuff. I think Vogue might be in it, actually. Um, but I just remember The Devil Wears Prada has a really good soundtrack. It is quintessentially uh, the, the like, 90, late 90s, early 2000s, like, everything that dominated the radio that, yeah. that year. And I think that's why I love, like, me and my my boyfriend love watching that film. That's like his number one film. Um, and I think the soundtrack really carries the movie along as well. And it's just such an epic, an epic movie. Like I could watch that over and over again, I think. Let me let me preface this question. Uh you you are under no obligation to say drag race as your answer to this. <laughs> um what television show has the best theme song? Oh, well, you kind of ruined that one for me because I was going to say <laughs> Drag Race. <laughs> yeah, obviously Drag Race. It's catchy. Everyone knows it. And it's also changed over time, which is good because it's started to become more inclusive because it used to be May the Best uh, Drag Queen win and now it's the May the Best. Is it Person win? I can't even remember myself, but um, RuPaul's Drag Race theme tune. The theme tune is is very catchy. So yeah, let's say that. I've done that show. We're going to go with that. <laughs> what is the best song from a Disney film? Right. So, I mean, there's so many, isn't there? There is so many. Um, the best song from a Disney film, I think it's... Um, the song at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast when Belle is walking through the town. What do they call it? Um, what's I that? think it's just called Belle. Belle. There we go. When it's like, you know, bonjour, 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 bonjour. Yeah. It's just so magical. And I always, I, I mean, I've never done the musical. I saw it when I was a kid at the in the West End. And I I just remember that that show being really, really cool. And there's something about it, like Beauty and the Beast, the beginning. I don't know. It's, it's just really like magical or like I, I remember it as being that I've not seen it for years but yeah we'll go with that one because that is just such a just such a fun little opening to a to a Disney show I like that I one of one of my favorite pieces of of Disney music is that little bit of instrumental at the very beginning of the movie where they're giving you the backstory oh yeah 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 I know exactly what you mean yeah and also do you know what um tarzan 
I think that's Disney as well, has some incredible songs in it. Yeah, shout out to Phil Collins. Yeah, amazing. Like, You'll Be In My Heart, like, epic, love it. What is the song that, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, whenever this song comes on, you're going to dance to it? Um, So I'm a bit obsessed with, like, disco, like proper disco music so it could be boogie wonderland it could be um anything from the 70s really that is that was a hit i'm just obsessed with it so we'll go with boogie wonderland that's the first one i can think of um but generally if i've had a few drinks and there's anything from the disco era then i'm up and i'm literally boogieing i love it yeah and it's funny that you brought up the 70s because when when I was in the shower before uh, we re- started recording this, I, I was listening to my 70s playlist. So oh, I love it. Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. And like when I'm at the gym, they, they've got so many like nice up-tempo, uplifting songs that when you're at the gym, just get you through it. And it's really weird that you're listening to 70s music, <laughs> but it works. So it's it's not a party unless this song gets played. Okay, if it's raining men, it's not played at a party and everyone's not drunk and, you know, jumping up and down. And I would say it could be any version of It's Raining Men. It could be the Jerry Hallowell version, which was not so good. But, you know... <laughs> Any version of of It's Rainy Men, I think, would work at any party. It doesn't matter if it's a gay party, a straight party. Um, it could be lads. I'm sure everyone would, would, would enjoy that song just as much as the next person. Excellent choice. <laughs> what is the song that defined your generation? Okay, so... Tricky question, because I think there's so many different bits of my generation, but I would say I'm of the generation that was young when the Spice Girls were like mega, you know, so I would say Wannabe was a pretty defining moment for my generation. And not because I'm a girl, no girl power here, but like, I just remember everyone dressing differently and it was all about girl power and the Spice Girls are just massive. So I'm going to say wannabe. Everyone knows this song. Doesn't matter what age you are. I think everyone knows if you want to be my lover and what, and what is a Ziggy Zigar? No one knows to this day. (laughs) That is um, actually my answer to this question. So really well done. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What is your favorite song by your favorite artist? So I love Shania Twain and I defy anyone to say anything else about her. She is so epic. I think my favorite song by her is That Don't Impress Me Much. And I actually sing it in my set. I love doing Shania. So I do uh, That Don't Impress Me Much into Man of Like a Woman. And they're obviously both pretty up there as my faves but I just really enjoy the campness of that don't impress me much you know no one's really done a song like that since and no one ever will absolutely fair an excellent answer thank you very much what is the song that you could listen to over and over and over again and never get sick of 
So it's by Nora Jones, um, Sunrise. And it's just like such a good chill out vibe song because I really love, you know, I love like the 70s, I love 80s, but I also just really like acoustic, bit of double bass and a singer. And Nora Jones, I got into when I was really young as well. Like I must have been 12, 13 when I started loving her. And when I was at college studying, I always had Nora Jones's album on. And I've literally listened to it over and over and over again. I love it. It's just such a peaceful song. And you could, yeah, it's just, it's just a brilliant, brilliant song. That is a perfect answer. I love that. So this, uh, this next question tends to be the most uh, controversial Mm-hmm. of the bunch um there are there are people who have very very strong feelings about this um so so tell me what is the greatest music video of all time oh i mean this 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 is uh of all time i mean there's so many one that the one that kind of really stuck out to me was Christina Aguilera dirty because it was so like it was so raunchy and it was so dirty (laughs) (laughs) dirty 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 she was like half like half naked in a fighting ring and I think it's one of those music videos that kind of again was was very defining of that time it was very much the Britney and Christina era and I remember it was quite controversial at the time because it was quite a sexy vid and when you're when you're young and you see that you're like whoa this is kind of crazy so I think you know that that for me is one of but there's so many there's so many music videos that are literally so good but that's one that just sprung into my head so yeah we'll go with that one for now what is the greatest musical collaboration of all time? Again, there's so many. I mean, we could go back to the days of, you know, Sonny and Cher. Is that right? Did I say that right? Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm going to say Sam Smith and Kim Petra, uh, Unholy, which is quite, which is a very new song. But I just think it's a very, very... Um, Iconic in the sense of the collaboration, you know, you've got someone who is trans with someone that is non-binary doing an incredible song with an incredible music video. And I just think it was a a fabulous collaboration and what an amazing song as well. The fact that they like previewed like a, a 10 second clip on TikTok and then waited like three months to release the song. Uh-huh. And had everybody losing their minds about it was absolute genius. I mean, that I feel like that is the way of the world nowadays, isn't it? You get it on TikTok and you've got a you've got a song that's gonna fly out of the well, downloads or whatever you do with music these days. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the shops, it's not like a tape cassette like what I used to buy. I think my first ever my the first thing I ever bought was a cassette tape. I can't remember what it was now. What is your villain era theme song? (laughs) 
God, villain era. What about the beginning of... Um... <laughs> it's not necessarily a song, but, you know, in the musical Cats, when Grisabella enters and it's like... Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. I just go for that, really. Um, no specific song. Maybe we go with uh, Cruella Deville from 101 Dalmatians. That's pretty... Pretty villainous, but I would, I would ideally have just a few chords from the beginning of um, whenever Grisabella, the glamour cat, enters. That was that's what I would kind of want. Just a few a few chords just to spook people out. I like that. That's fantastic. And the first time that a a song from a musical has been been selected. So well yeah. done. Oh, there you go. What is a song that people would be surprised that you love? So this is a song by an Italian um, superstar called Raffaella Cara, and it's called Tuca Tuca. <laughs> so my boyfriend's Italian, and so sometimes he'll have random Italian songs that I've never heard of. And there's this song called Tuka Tuka. <laughs> and there's also an English version, so you can understand what it means. And it's just ridiculous. And I just love it. And I listen to the Italian version and the English version. And yeah, I don't think you'd ever guess that I would be a fan of that song. But go and listen to it because it's very camp. It is It is now on my list of <laughs> Elevadea recommended songs. Yeah it's it's uh it's it's an obscure one but i think i think it must have been the 80s and uh you know songs were a bit different back then and that's one of them i think the song is like uh the song is all about i like it <laughs> like the Eng- the english translation i think the words are like i like it uh-huh, i like it <laughs> it's so stupid but um but very cool. <laughs> if there were a musical Mount Rushmore for you, who would be on it? Right. So you'd have to have Amy Winehouse up there. Um, you'd have to have Adele up there. Um, I think it'd, it'd actually be just, it'd be a full female uh, Mount Rushmore, I think. It'd have to be like Shania, Cher, all the Shers. Um Anastasia. <laughs> well, that's someone I didn't mention. She's she's bloody epic as well. I'm out of love. Um yeah, so it'd, it'd just be quite it'd quite be quite busy. There'd probably be about 10 people up there, but you know, Adele, Amy, Brittany, Cher, Shania, all of that lot. Everyone from the 2000s really. <laughs> so we have now come to the final question. You are at the entrance of whatever kind of afterlifey type thing uh, that you might believe in. And before they will let you in, they're they're making you a lovely gift basket. There's some muffins, <laughs> uh, some spa gift cards, uh, some HOA type stuff that you can worry about later. Um, <laughs> but they are they are also making a mixtape of your life uh-huh. now. The most important question that you will answer in this time that we have spent together. Gosh. What is the first song on that mixtape? Okay. 
This is another one of my favourite songs. It's by Janet Jackson, Together Again, because it's, I love the lyrics in it. And it's one of them songs you can dance to, you could listen to very quietly. But yeah, that one, we'll go with that one, because I feel like if I was literally um, entering the afterlife or whatever I'd probably want a quick tear jerking song just to think about everything that happened before and then we just crack on with breathless by the cause and just get on with it (laughs) (laughs) just something you know to make you get a tear in the eye you know just show that you show that you appreciated your life and then we'll just we'll crack on with a bit of it's Britney bitch (laughs) (laughs) well Thank you so much uh, for for taking time out of your day to talk to me a little bit about you and the music that you love. Um, if if there's anything that you would like to plug or if you'd like to uh, drop your social media handles, you can you can do that now. OK, cool. Well, I'm, I'm literally L of a day across all social medias. And yeah, I've had a fabulous time and I'm, I'm, I've realized how bad I am at thinking of specific songs for specific things. So thank you for really giving me a kick up the bum. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.